podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the Whistleblowers. I'm delighted to say that I can welcome along a couple of old family favourites to the to the table this evening. Uh, Mr. Kevin Day and Mr. Dan Trelfer returns uh, as well because um, because Queens Park Rangers, Kevin, I'm sure you'll agree, um, are, are a team that are on the up. Are they? I wasn't aware the championship was still going. Is it? No, no, it apparently is, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I'll just I'll, quickly I'll, forget I'll, your roots. <laughs> quickly become a fancy damn. Pr- yeah. As I'd just like to point out to people who obviously can't see this that, like a dif- dysfunctional family, we are drinking white wine out of espresso cups. I thought it was it's, more like it's good, Alice in Wonderland. It's a good look. Yeah, like three yeah. big blokes making cups yeah. smaller. Yeah. And <laughs> the temptation as well to do to drink white wine out of espresso cup and not. Raise a pinky in the yeah, process is almost something that we can't avoid. I and think I'm, QPR, QPR, I'm not bothering. I'm not entirely sure if they're a, a club on the up yet, but they're, they're the next best thing. They're a club that's stabilised itself a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and, and here, think, and here, like that's. That, I think that's kind of why I, I put it like that, based on the fact that, of course, what you didn't have was the Jimmy Floyd aspect bump. Which is meant to go with all the new arrival managers. In fact, you had the reversal, I think yeah, it's safe we, to we say. I don't think we won for nine or ten games. Um, but famously, Very shrewd. Keep it. He, 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 he's playing on the down low, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah nice. Yeah. 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 You, don't want to, you don't want to get expectations out of control <laughs> early on. And he did a fine job of that. <laughs> he did that really well. Um, well. Famously, Jerry Francis, I don't think he won his first 12 games for us. So, and he was probably been our best manager for the last 20 years. And you've got a draw, as we speak, you've got a draw against Sheffield Wednesday the other night. Which you, and and they, they had to nick the point as well off of you. So. Yes. The full result was a. Yeah, the f- I mean, the f- Fulham was an absolute debacle. No one's meant to lose to Fulham anymore. No, no but what, what, what do you know? Do you know we have? It's, this is an incredible <laughs> stat that, that no uh, QPR fans and Fulham fans know, but I don't think anyone else knows. Four <laughs> out of the last six games against Fulham, we've been three 0 down at half time. No, no one, no, no one, no, no one, no, even no, what no, you just no. said knew that. Knew no. that. No. No. no one knew that We have got a weird thing with Fulham We just literally gift them every game It's like us and Shrewsbury in the old days They used to be our bogey team Shrewsbury really? Yeah when we got We got drawn against We got drawn against them in the Carling Cup earlier this season And all, all these young Palace fans that I knew were going Oh we got Shrewsbury And all the older Palace fans go, going oh, Don't, no, you, really. know. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> you know Don't you know As a QPR This is why You've got the desperation to stay in the Premier League Because of the three clubs that went down, I would have predicted that QPR would be the one more likely to be in a situation to come. That was the theory. To straight back. No, I don't. I think I think most QPR fans were quite worried about going down again. Really? No, yeah, really. Bad bad that? Well, because at that at that point, we all assumed we'd sell Charlie Austin at the beginning of the season yeah. before the season started, and we would probably sell Matt Phillips. Um, and uh, so, that, so when we kept them, there was a bit of more optimism, which which then Tony Fernandez, our nice owner. <laughs> Blew out of proportion and put incredible pressure on the manager, you know, and everything went very badly wrong. Um, but this is what we should have been aiming for, basically, because that, we, the team isn't that good. Like, you know, we were poor last year in the Premier League. We hadn't, we'd sort, we'd, we got rid of some players and we got a few players in, but we were never going to challenge. I don't think anyone, unless Charlie Austin had stayed for the whole season and yeah, scored yeah. 30 goals and stayed fit, we, there's no chance. But we the, were point about, the point about what QBR have done wrong is patently obvious, is, is the fact where money should have been spent. Is that all that they do is spend £500 a month to, and, set, and give that to a fan, and they average out about £500 a month, and just 
to say nice things on Facebook because, of course, this is how Leeds have gone about their business yeah. in recent mm. times. Uh, I say they've gone about their business, they've denied it, and perhaps it didn't happen. What would be a better But the version, of the, the version yeah. of it did happen was is that, um, is that with someone within Leeds got a, 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 a Leeds fan to start a Chilino Inn <laughs> page, uh, which the name changed after a while. Although I, I, I think Chilino Inn's quite good because there's an element of Chilino I'd go to that pub. Inns in there. The Chilino Inn. But I'd there's no there. in there. Oh, nice. oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Very nice. You're lovely. Oh, yes. There's 17 different lonely yeah. brewed ales <laughs> and massive tax fraud. <laughs> On Wednesdays, on Wednesdays, obviously, after the darts. Um, But I, in a weird way, I mean, I know there's there's elements of this fella that might be a little bit snaky, but I I quite like this one. Well, the thing is, you're better off paying 500 quid to somebody at the championship to fake the league table. (laughs) If if you're going to do it. Because the problem is, let's let's not be too... uh, Patronised about this because every club does it. Except they get club, yeah. em- they get club employees to do it. Yeah, yes. simple as that. We all, we, we've uh, definitely uh, had it at QPR with fans as well. Yeah, the, 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 they were paid in different ways. The, 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 the clubs, I, I, clubs I, are very good at me. In that case, it, I will know. take five hundred quid of a West Ham yeah. any day this week if you need me to do say nice things. I'm comfortable well, about with that. David Cole. But it's just it's, it's just interesting, isn't it? That it never occurs to owners like him that there are better ways of getting fans on your side. Yes, which is not to, <laughs> which is not to alienate them and upset them and keep sacking the manager at every opportunity yeah. if, you, if you behave like a responsible club owner then you don't need to play people not to, not to use spy, spy subterfuge from the 1960s to yeah. try and you know get and the fact is that most uh, most people especially people younger than you and I see through that sort of people who are media savvy see through that sort of tomfoolery straight away you can that's the thing it's yeah. brilliant that you thought it might work yeah, cool, yeah. if we get yeah. a movement together on Facebook <laughs> that's why we like get enough likes yeah, yeah. we might be able to turn all the Leeds fans around <laughs> and think they'll all think I'm doing a brilliant job as if we build a new stadium completely out of cardboard <laughs> that apparently looks like it can take 70,000 people and no one it's, it is basically it, it's, it, it's stupid it's bizarre World War 2 tactics to try and win the war on it he's, well, okay well he's, he's done for uh, talking the new stadium QPR you still moving yeah here we go oh god uh, well, into, into a giant cardboard new stadium yeah exactly yeah I think it's, it's a, it, they're, they're trying it's a long way off. Oh, is it still uh, a very long? What, way off. what? What? A long way up the M4? Yeah, no, no. It'll be <laughs> in, it, if it happens, it'll be in Old Oak when they do all the, the regeneration nice. and stuff there. But but it's it's they they handled negotiations so badly when it first started with various interested parties that it's a long road back. I can't. It, it won't be for at least well. I hope at least seen, ten years. You've seen the good news that today that Paul Konchesky says you're definitely still getting in the playoffs. Has he really said, he said that? Yeah, he said all you have to do is to go on the sort of run they went on when he was at Fulham and when everyone had written him off and just win one out of your last ten, uh, every every game but one out of the last Oh, okay, so, so it's as yeah. simple as just simply and physically and getting yeah, win. every point that's available for the rest of the season and, then and then everybody else doesn't. Yeah. Even though, we don't, oh, don't, yeah. Even, even, though we, even though we don't really score any goals and let in a lot of goals I, that cost us points in yeah, the last minute. Yeah, to be fair, though. Yeah, if you stop that. If you to be fair, though, I didn't even thought of it like that. It's that basically you win every game and other people don't. And that's absolutely, that's genius in its own. Maybe you just need that kind of optimism in the dressing room, though. 
didn't no. realise Kachesky It'd be nice that Remy Gard was to wake up and go, that's, actually, he's hit on something there. <laughs> yeah, he's really hit on something there. be done, yeah. Just, yeah. What was the mistake I was making all <laughs> this time? Yeah. It'd be amazing if Remy Gard came out and went, we're just going to win every single game for the rest of the season. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're going to do. And also, I the look on his face when he was asked about if anybody else had sent any accidental tweets. <laughs> <laughs> little treats of posh cars lately mm. and <laughs> well, some form of wheelbarrow but as long as it was full of money then that would have been a perfectly decent wheelbarrow tweet um, Kevin Manchester City yeah. have um, had an interesting week um, they showed us what I think is an important thing about Manchester City is they showed us the fact that they are building um, a football club that is bringing young footballers through yeah they need to they get threw uh, eight or nine of them at Chelsea and, Ch- and made Chelsea look good. They need to get the experience of having coins thrown at them at big grounds. So quite, quite right, because well, of course it'd be good. Not, not, not well, least. You know, I, this is, it's been a bit of a bugbear this week for me, though. Cause, yeah. Because obviously, uh, before the, the FA Cup started this season, you know my view that it had become a Mickey Mouse tournament that the FA and the BBC had managed to nose up. Uh, now the closer we get to Wembley, and I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you how much, how cross I get when people say we're only one game away from Wembley because the poxy semi-finals were at Wembley now as well. <laughs> Obviously, the FA... That does lack a certain amount of charm, doesn't it? I'll give you that one. Yeah, but obviously the FA Cup is getting more important in my life now yeah. after the lovely day out at White Hart Lane on, on Sunday. Yes. But I, I, there's two things about Man City. The, a lot of people say Man City need to be fined for playing their team. I don't, it's entirely up to them what team they put out. If they don't want to win a tournament, it's entirely up to them what players they Quite right. Pick. But what, what does exercise me, and I think this is very interesting, is that it's becoming quite clear from people in the game, uh, and so many people have, have said, I think it must be true, that apparently Man City told the FA and the BBC that if they played their game on a Saturday, they'd put a full team out. Because right. the BBC obviously that was going to be there was always going to be a televised game right. Chelsea Man City right of course and they said if we play the game Saturday we'll put a full team out we play Sunday we're playing kids right. and the FA said you can't do that they said we can and then the FA said well the FA called their bluff basically and because but what City said was if you if you want people to watch a one sided game with our kids in but and I think I actually think they're, they're probably within their rights to do it but it just indicates again what priority the FA Cup has for clubs like that and it comes back again to Pellegrini why would Pellegrini have any interest whatsoever in what happens to Man City in the FA Cup now he wouldn't if he was still manager and he knew he was manager it would be a tournament he wanted to win this is in lieu with with that 3-1 win with a full team against Dino so like arguably it justifies it it's indicated because if he's going to win he needs to get another job and it's going to be much easier for him to get another job off the back of winning the Champions League than, is than he's worrying about right. winning yeah. a, a, a yeah. domestic trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Whereas, yeah. whereas somebody like Klopp, I imagine, who comes in, would, would have, against West Ham, or he didn't so much against West Ham, but would play a full team. But I think it's really interesting that they, they if it's true, and I, I believe it is, that they call well, it, the FA's bluff. It's certainly says, a story. Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's the thing, Dan, about that. It, I know Kevin said that, and my, my, my take has always been, over the last couple of years, is that I think that between the... Uh, BBC One and or BBC and BT that they've helped revitalise the FA Cup because of the strategic positioning of the football games. But of course, now we're in a position where, and, and this is the bit that clearly where Kevin and I do agree, is that there's a third party involved in the conversation. That's a broadcaster, and I don't know if that's right. Mm, exactly. I, yeah, I'm not sure if it's right. It's it's hard, isn't it? I, 
I, I, my point is, is you know, there was a big discussion I was reading on about the FA Cup might be abandoning replays and things like yes, that. Yes, of don't. course. And everyone's going, no, don't abandon replays. I, I cannot see how the FA Cup can come back to what it was, to what you know, to what it meant to, to me in the in the eighties. Mm. Well, I can't the, see it. The way it so, does it is because the, the TV has created events across a long weekend. Mm. Well, is, is the argument? There's, there's two things: the, the draw for the FA Cup should never take place before one of the ties has happened. That was bizarre. Yeah. That's just ludicrous. Yeah. I must Especially, say, I was assuming at the weekend that on Monday night I'd see the draw, and yeah, there it was on Sunday we'll, evening. Why yeah. not, we'll have the draw after the Man United Treasury game. Mm. Or we, whatever, I don't even know what channel it was on. But the replays thing is so. The, the one thing about the FA Cup now, and it is a generational thing, there's no doubt about it. The, the, the FA Cup isn't the tournament that, that people of our age grew up with, and, and as, as Dan says, it, it probably never will be. But the one thing that justifies it is the fact that it's the last place where clubs from lower leagues can get a you can get a chance to play sure, big teams yeah. and b get money. And the money comes from the replays. So now you're saying to a club... Oh, no, I get... Oh, it, that's absolutely dialed on. I think that's... Steve, for Steve yeah, Bruce... Personally. Steve, Steve Bruce, of all people. Steve Bruce who's grown up selling his FA Cup heritage, saying he's the player he was because the medals he won, blah, 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 cup hero. He's the first one who turns around and says, we've got to get rid of replays. It's just so unfair. It's so unfair no, to smaller clubs. Who's because, the, because the finances of football are so rotten and so warped because the money is so unevenly spread that a team in the lower league, that could keep them up for two years. A replay at Old Trafford could keep them up for two but, but the city, the city argument is 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 the different because we saw this, we saw this in more in earnest a few years ago, didn't we? About like playing under strength team, you can't tell Man City they played an under strength team, can you? How can you tell that club that no, their other blokes aren't good enough? He's yeah, he's, he, his his point of view is well, I've got to keep my players fit, for yes, the, for, for games. So if we're in four tournaments or three tournaments at the, at the moment, he's got to he's got to rotate them as best. So he's he perfectly in his rights to do that. I think, but, but, but I think, he's, I think, he's still scuppered by the broadcast. Yeah, totally. But I think we're, I think is, but you don't get that rotation in a league game. No, you wouldn't yeah. get it in a Champions League game. Yeah. So so it happens in the FA Cup. That's then not rotation. It's wholesale, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The difference is because because people said this at the weekend. Oh, if he'd done that in a league match, he'd be fine. The difference is in a league match if you play a weakened team you're affecting other teams in the league yeah, yeah you're yeah, affecting yeah. the integrity but of the league but it's only that game is all, it's that all match you're, all you're yeah. doing is affecting your club's yes. future in the FA Cup if, if and this has happened That's a couple of times point, if, yeah. you're, you know, if Man City play a weakened team against Newcastle three days before the, the Champions League final it's understandable but that's wrong because it's affecting the, team, the, the chances of other teams in the, the relegation zone or, or wherever it may be so that's clearly wrong but for a team to decide that they're not going to prioritise the FA Cup is entirely up to them yeah. especially when they said they've told people they will do it and again, but it is the, what's happening is that the, the BBC in, in the absence of so much other sport that they've lost and I hate to say this because I love the BBC as an institution I love their football coverage but they've colluded in, in ruining the FA Cup simply by spreading it, making it you know, this Friday to Monday thing, which in the third round doesn't matter, doesn't show so much. I don't hate But when there's only six... I, do, I, I, I know you I do. do. I, I do. do. Especially when there's only 16 teams left, eight teams left. It's, it's just... It's highlight. I don't mind. Highlight TV. I kind of. I, I quite. Yeah. I quite like the idea of a quarter, quarterfinals being Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and it's kind of like FA Cup week. Week. Yeah. I don't mind that you idea. You can sell I think a product good. there because almost, it's a kind of. You? I think. I think. Yeah. Exactly. You can sell it, and, and there's a bit of build up to the whole week. Of but it's a product. Four, four they've four but, but, but but we are back to the. But but there is this. Is this? Uh, okay. We're gonna. I don't want to go back back on the same point. But the point would be. 
Man City uh, considered themselves compromised by that situation. Yes, definitely. And, and, and so football did come second. Yes. In that particular yeah, yeah, instance, yeah, didn't absolutely, it? Yeah. So that, that probably makes sense. Um, how about, as we speak, uh, United, Man United may or may not have got past um, that team with 77 letters in their first name. It sounds Mich- like Michelin. Michelin. Yeah, Michelin. Like the, like the, like Michelin, the tie, yeah. but nothing to do with it. Um, of, of recent, in the last few days, uh, Louis van Gaal stuck a pencil up his nose and <laughs> and also said that he wants horny football. So basically, he's doing what we'd all want from him. But really what's happened at Manchester United, of course, is, is bizarre, is that he's still floating around in there. And, and then suddenly, Sir Bobby, Sir Bobby Charlton and Sir Alex Ferguson have popped up again in terms of vetoing or indeed creating the next... Uh, manager and, and, and Bobby Charles' name was the one that was mentioned before in terms of Jose Mourinho and, 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 and then perhaps there's a chewing part of this as well is, is he getting ultra weird at United do you think Dan with suddenly these individuals being so powerful or now that we're seeing them being so powerful it's, it's interesting because I think you have you, you have that kind of thing at Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. It's almost like... If you, you're right, dynasty style if, thing. If yeah. you're a big club, you're supposed to have those big people at the top that are just yeah. wise old men who've been there and done it for the club. Um, I, yeah, it, I can understand why, why they would consult Charlton and Ferguson. Um, and I can also Out understand... politeness or because you want to actually hear their opinion? A bit of both, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, f- f- problem is both of them. You know, Charles, does Bobby Charlton, who, who didn't have a successful managerial career, does Bobby Charlton is he qualified to decide who should be a Man United manager? I'm not sure. Is Alex Ferguson qualified? Because I don't know how unbiased or biased he is. You know what? What, what, is, what, is, what his motivation is? Yeah, what his motivation yeah. is exactly? Yeah. You'd like to think that the consultation will be along the lines of, and we've discussed the Bobby Charlton thing before because he's been publicly against Mourinho. And yes, of course, for millions of people around the world, Bobby Charlton represents Man United. Yes, and United in, in terms of PR, it'd be a very bad PR move if they were to alienate Bobby Charlton. But so I imagine the consultation would be along the lines of, look, Mourinho's going to come in. On a scale of one to ten, how mouthy are you going to be about it? How much trouble are you going to cause? That's essentially what it is. And I think with Ferguson, I think this whole exercise is, is Ferguson seeing how much influence he still has, to be honest. And I think in Ferguson's mind, I don't think he's entirely given up the idea of him possibly becoming back. So I think the towels are wagging the dog. I think, yeah, without right. a doubt, because I think what he wants, I think what he wants is Giggs, and if Giggs is manager, Fergie's manager, effectively, yeah, for the, by first, proxy. For the first year or so. Because really, you talk, Ryan, you want me to come more, down and help you, you out a little bit? All right, just your team talk here and there. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But the, the, the thing is, as well, because. I spoke to a lot of Man United fans about it, most of whom don't blame Van Hall because they said Van Hall shouldn't have been taken in in the first place because everyone yeah, exactly. knows what sort of football he plays. Yeah. And Van Hall, basically, the times he's got it wrong is when he's tried to play attacking football and it hasn't worked. But they had a little spell a few weeks ago and when it looked like they were going to be all right, maybe fifth or sixth. But a lot of Man United fans say, if you've got Mourinho in now, the chances are United would win enough games to get in the Champions League. Because the top four are not set in stone in the Premier League at the moment. But the thing is, the evidence was not there from earlier this season. <laughs> well, I, I know, no, I know it isn't. But that that, that's, that doesn't mean that Mourinho is one of the top managers in the world. There's no, you can't deny that. Yeah, both for his record and what he does when he first comes into a team. What are they waiting for? If they're going to make him manager, mm. do it now. I don't understand what or, they're waiting. Or go, the, or go the Man City way. 
I, I think Man City is, I think it's a terrible mistake. I think you sack him. Basically, you've sacked do, him. Do, do you think they've sucked a little but, bit of joy? Yeah, well, even, at City? even Ferguson, yeah. the wisest thing Ferguson said recently is you remember when Ferguson announced at the start of the season he was going to retire at the end of that season? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think they won a game the first 12 games. And he said it was the biggest mistake he's, I've ever made. You've never. Uh, and uh, 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 we'll talk about Allardyce later on. Well, uh, uh, there was a West Ham season when Allardyce was, uh, was gone at Christmas, it would seem. Yeah, you would seem. And, 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 and you saw it on the pitch. And yeah. there's no. And I don't care what a footballer says. They're, they're, it goes it, There's a collective going Of everything well, There's a Torre, sinking away Man City you've got Torre Who knows that the manager's coming in was Who doesn't sat, want it Who yeah. sat for Barcelona So you, there's other players there Who will know that they're not good enough For the new manager coming in So of course the, the, They're not in a situation Where they can play better to, to keep the place of the team They know they're out The manager Whatever they, they And of course they say the right things About respecting Pellegrini Of course they do but straight away you don't you don't give the same effort the same commitment because he's not going to be that often. Yeah, I mean also I think uh, with Van Hull, uh, Pellegrini's this very nice, very nice chap. And yeah, I'm sure he's stealing he, stuff. Van Hull, yeah. if they said he's that, get, he's, he's getting got a great job. No Pellegrini's getting a great job. Yeah. Isn't he? And, and yeah. exactly, he's going to walk away, and everyone's going to love him. And as you say, Van Hull's going to walk away, perhaps with a blanket over his head, in, you know, in, in, in the car with darkened windows. But I mean, he should right. go immediately if well, they said they he's saying, coming in at the season. But, yeah, but people say, yeah, but also when he's going to go because people say if they don't win the first leg in Michelin he'll go if they don't win tonight he'll go but, they but don't they, beat Sullivan he'll go when, not, when is he going to go desi- but, but, why would they because they're not a disaster area yet they're still yeah, but they what, are by my new terms they, are, they can't just well, drift to the end of the season but, when but they, when they comparative terms still, of the start of the season they're actually, there's, there's something resembling an improvement yeah but their standards they, their parameters are higher than the Palace well, that's true. for what constitutes success and finishing 6th or 7th or finishing just outside your open league spot for, for, for a team like Palace or West Stab is good for Man United as a disastrous season because you have to think about player recruitment. If you're if you're one of the top players in the world next season and you've got what the two Manchester clubs knocking in your door, which yeah. one are you going to? Yeah, true. Not just how, for financial reasons, but for in terms of trophy winning reasons. How about the weekend? Uh, what do you read about the Arsenal Man U game? It's almost like the perfect game to actually see Arsenal after. Um, the Barcelona game, mm. which, we've, which of course it, 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 it's a freak show in, in, in the nicest possible terms, isn't it? I mean, you know, they, they get to play. It was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful ninety minutes plus of, of football in which they actually got Barcelona'd. But now that they, they're chasing the title, and it's against, as Kevin's saying, there a United team which is get attable. But do you think Arsenal have got the, got it in in them to make this a statement game? It's, I, I honestly don't know. Like sometimes you watch Arsenal, I, you know, a few times watching this season, I thought they're, they're going to win it this year. This is, you know, the, everything is laid out for Arsenal to win the league. Yeah. I think this year, yeah. and it's they almost don't like that, game, that game's almost presented to yes. them to show that moment, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and like and get a decent, you know, beat Man United because they're a better team than Man United this season. They should yeah. win that game. There you go. But you always, but you just think yeah, it's, it's Arsenal, and you know, the, you know, Arsenal are probably a better side than Leicester, but they only really won because Leicester. Still stupid and went down to ten men. So just look at it and just you could see Man United keeping them out. Maybe it's a quite think, dull nil nil. Do you think? Do you think Arsenal? Arsenal are to Man United what Barcelona are to Arsenal yeah. if you like but the Premier League is such a different there was, there was no stage watching that game the other night it, it ticked up to 75 minutes whatever there was no stage when you thought 
Arsenal are going to win this game. It's, it'll be one nil. There was there was Arsenal are going to nick this nil nil. Yeah, at no, uh, sixty minutes, I actually thought, my God, they're there. They've, what, they've, what, they've, 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 they've done the job. But as Dan says, for all that Arsenal are technically better than Man United, they haven't got what Barcelona have got, which is that patience or that steel. And yes, they did it against Leicester. Fair enough, last minute goal from a, a free kick that's so stupidly given away. Yeah, true. But they can't. That's the biggest difference when you watch teams like Barcelona and Bayern. We can't control games. We don't manage games the way, and that's, yeah. be, that's because that's a good point. because of the pace that the game is played at in the Premier League. It's impossible to control a game in the way that Barcelona can in Europe because it's easier to slow a team down. But when you've got two teams going hell for leather, it's impossible to do. Except. Did you enjoy? Is it, did you enjoy that game? I never enjoy watching Barcelona. Did you? And, enjoy, and that's I, there's something. I sound a bit snidey about them. I don't know. I, 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 t- I love watching Spain play football, for example. Right. But it's I, I because you, presumably because you disassociate club football when it's on the international stage, do you I, give yourself other standards. I think it's it? because or other values. I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't like. I can't enjoy watching Spanish every, every season at the start of the season I go right I'm going to get into the Spanish football sky. damn it I'm going to give I, these I, nil ones a go no, well I just want to because of course the football is technically better and of course yeah. I want to get into it and every season I'm going to go right I'm really going to read all the magazines this year about European football and then you watch the games you go oh Jesus really <laughs> Because they, I, because the actual watching of it is your problem, Kevin. It's, no, it's you, not. You it's have it exist. There's no, what, <laughs> there's no doubt their football's better than our football. But for me, there's less joy in it, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Right? For me, the joy of football lies in that, that endless wearing people down. And also, I, I, I don't, and it, it's a, it sounds a very strange reactionary British thing to say. But there is always a part of me going, just hoof it. That endless wearing people down. That thing when they did the, the, the Cruyff penalty, it's like, don't do that. Don't rub people's noses in no, it. No, that, that is weird. I, I take far more joy. Oh, I love that. Well, it's, 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 it's a bit of showbiz. Yeah. But well, it is, the, the reason I ask this question. <laughs> I take more joy in a sort of breakaway. I like to see goals scored after three or four incisive passes. The, the reason I say in particular with this game is I thought it was a I thought it was a really good game of football, Dan. Is and and I thought there was an element of Barcelona in a game going like. I wouldn't mind playing in the game of football. You know, their players going like, well, we get walkovers every week apart from about four games. And they actually look like a very competitive team. I thought it was a really... I thought it was a, a, a game of football on its own, extracted from everything else. It was, a, it was a beautiful, modern game of football. Yeah, I think Barcelona Arsenal is, is always a good game. I mean, game. I know they're the right it's, two teams for that job. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, and, but as, as Kev says, I think, I think Barcelona have, got, have always had a steal that Arsenal just haven't yeah. got. They... they They've got that winning, it's a cliche, but they've got a winning mentality of strength that Arsenal haven't quite got. Like, when, when the chips are down, you think, well, Barcelona might still, you know. But, but there's an interesting place dirty, because, well. because strength. Yeah, 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 they don't yeah. mind mixing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, good old fashioned English values suddenly crop up in, in, in a Spanish football team, in a Catalan football well, team, think, uh, to, to get the job done. Have the, have the English roots, don't they? So. They're, they're, well, I suppose that might be the I do, but that's I the I do point. think you underestimate the other because they don't, it, it's a bit of a fallacy that. They do occasionally hammer teams, but it's a bit of a fallacy that most most teams in the Spanish in the Spanish league can match them for for technique, but just not for night. The minutes. nature that's the nature. Of the football I, I, I reckon I reckon there are probably ten or twelve teams in in La Liga who would. It would finish in the top ten. Yeah, but they don't the, lose. The to yeah. them. No, they don't. That's that's, oh, that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. The Barcelona president yeah. said the other day that 
that Premier League was much stronger and they'd never they'd never get anything like Leicester being top of the league there but I, I'm not I'm not sure he's right about that I, I don't know what, what constitutes a, a strong league is it when a smaller club can be top or is it when your big teams are oh, well, that's, well that's, that's a bigger question that we we'll no. deal with at the end of the season that's, why I'm, not, right, yeah. that's why I'm not entirely sure that Guardiola coming to Man City makes them a, a walkover makes them a shoo-in for the Premier League title next year because I don't think Guardiola will ever have managed to. Because certainly, the if he's done is, his prep, he could be all right. Pep, I think. As it I were, think. But. I think he will find. He will find the same problems that Klopp had. I think. I think Klopp overestimated the difference between smaller clubs or not smaller, if you like, but clubs with fewer points. It's a little uh, bit of panic in his eyes, isn't there? Do you, do you sense that, that his eyes, his pupils are widened somewhat? And the fact, oh dear, I thought this is the sheer force of personality was going to get me across the line. Well, and, also, and, and the fact that this and that this English all, isn't what it's all made up to be. Well, it didn't end been, that well for him in Germany. So, no. well, he was bottom. They were virtually yeah, re- were they relegated or virtually relegated? Yeah, so they. It must quite a long time since he's probably felt like he's had a really winning team as well, which can't be easy. Kevin, if I may, uh, in the last part of the show, defer to you here. Uh, because the weekend provides us with an interesting game, which is the return of um, Mr. Sam Allardyce to Upton Park. Yeah. And, um, and all that goes with it. Yeah, it's becoming a much bigger story than I thought it, it would be. Seems uh, to be, doesn't seems, it? It seems to me that both managers are... Inadvertently, in trying not to make it a story, I'm making it a much bigger story. Because <laughs> yeah. certainly, Billich today's in today's press conference went it's out. It's staring at the erection, isn't it, Kevin? That's exactly it, it, what well, we're doing. Billich yes. today went out of his way to say that anybody who who criticised Sam Allardyce didn't know anything about football, and it could only be personal. And Sam Allardyce was a, a dear man and a good friend, and he couldn't wait to show him the site down the road where the new stadium would be that he's never going to make for his family. Which they couldn't mm, possibly have opened uh, with Sam Allardyce. Yeah, yeah. And, and now Allardyce is. As Wade in saying that he rescued, rescued West Ham. He used, he used the club. He used the word rescued from what I'm not entirely sure. And he'd be amazed if anybody booed him. And, and again, said if anybody does boo, they don't know about football. So they, clearly, they are expecting some kind of negative reaction from West Ham fans, which I don't think there will be, considering where West Ham are now. West Ham are where they wanted to be when they got rid of Allardyce, but West Ham fans. And there's always yeah. that there's always that disconnect and we feel it with, with Pulis Palace at West Brom. It's always that thing with 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 Pulis, Allardyce. West Brom fans are figuring it out because there's that practical side of you that says, Yeah, we want to stay up but not at the expense of playing like that week yes. in, week out because season tickets are actually quite a lot of money and I wouldn't mind turning up and seeing a bit of football. So I'm quite so, enjoying what I've paid well, yeah. really good money well, for. To, to retire, yeah. Exactly, you know, it's like even now at Palace yeah. at home record, it's, it, it feels like going to the theatre every week to a play you've already seen and don't like and you know ends badly <laughs> and you're paying 45 quid for it, but yet you still willingly do it. And that's what happens under Pulis. Because, you know, there's no, there's no point pretending that... And the ice cream is 17 you can't afford to take the kids but, <laughs> but West Ham fans are in a situation I think they wanted to be I think their dreams have come true because I think those negative voices about Allardyce and there were many and I know you were ambivalent about him yourself because yeah. you didn't want to criticise loudly but you were ambivalent about the football and now you've got the new stadium you've got the flamboyant manager you've got Arguably the strongest squad you've had for a long time. Certainly West Ham at Sellers Park in the first half of the best team I've seen at uh, mm. Palace this season. Playing some really good football. So, in a way, 
I think I'd hope that West Ham fans were generous and kind of go, well, Allardyce did what he, right. had, did what he had to do. Exactly. Well, this is what yeah, I would... This, yeah. here's, here's what I would... What, what, so, to you, Dan, what Kevin just said, that's exactly right. My, my feelings about it was is that, of course, he came in and did the job that was expected of him. He, he says it pretty much himself. You know, he, he actually said the biggest achievement of my career. What he means by that is, is that he, you know, is that he got them out of the championship yeah. and he kept them in the Premier League. You know, like that's an achievement. Now, mm. there, the, 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 I will, I will wrap quotes around that word based on the fact that is that an actually an achievement or is that a clever, very clever way of making yourself looking like you've done yeah, exactly. a better job yeah. than you said you did. I will leave that point floating in the air. But the point about, if, if, if I take it back to me on Saturday, because of where we are now, with what we've got now, with Slavin Bilic and, we, and the players that they brought in and where we are in the, in the league, I believe it's absolutely the right thing to do is to be uh, generous yeah, yeah, and yeah. clap him yeah. for yeah. what he did. If we were still a stinking club and we all had a bad head on as a result of it... Of course they're going to boo him because of course we're just going to get our anger out in some way. But there's there's no re, there's no need for angst. No. So if it's me, I'm clapping him and thanking him for the work he done. And he didn't walk out well, on you, did he? No, 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 no. He didn't no, leave no, you with a look, no, did it, he? No, right, it, right. It, basically it was it was a, it was a change of situation. Change of so that's me. I mean, if you were me, would you do that, Dan? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I I've got no like for Allardyce at all, but but yeah, certainly I, w- I would be in that camp. I, I think that. <laughs> I think that West Ham have had a really good season. Allardyce was not giving West Ham fans what they needed. Yeah. But it's almost a perfect ending, I think. You know, it's just like, well, you've done the job that we brought you here for. Your contract is up. Now move on. Oh, that never happens in football. Yeah. Yeah. It always. Two things happen. He's basically low range, isn't he? Hi ho, exactly. silver, I'm yeah. away. We it's, never had a chance to thank him. Yeah. It's two things, isn't it? It's either uh, things go absolutely wrong, you hate the manager and he leaves, or things are going really well and he, and he jumps ship to a bigger club and you hate him for that. So actually, I, I think it's a perfect situation at West Ham. I would, you know... Did, this might it ran seem, its course. This might seem like a strange link, but it is linked to the coin throwing incident at Chelsea on Sunday. Because there's a friend of mine who said, what, what's happened in football now? There's a certain... A, a, a minority of football fans, if you like. The, the football has become so important, possibly due to Sky, or I don't, I don't know, but it, or the media or the tabloids or whatever. But football has become so important that to certain fans, nobody can score against you. Somebody scores yeah, it's, it's not ground. allowed. It's exactly. not allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No manager could not have success for you or against or against you. No manager could leave you. And what is, the, all, what is just, their idea built on? Because it's, it's it's just, ne- there's no it's, previous it, version it, of that. It's just. There? It seems at the moment that for a certain amount of people, it's just heroes and villains. You either. Yes. You, you, you belong to my club temporarily so you're, you could do no wrong whatever happens or how dare you come to our ground and do this and look, those idiots who threw kids at the, the, the coins at the Man City kids it was, for me are as bad as the, the, the idiot who threw the coin at uh, Chris Brunk Chris yeah. Brunk yeah and, and Pally, unfortunately Palace fans did it last year when Newcastle scored it's like He's going to celebrate in front. We celebrate at away grounds. Some managers leave. Some managers aren't as who, good as you'd like to be. And it's who fumbles like, around in their pocket for loose change at that moment? Well, yeah. what kind of dickhead does that? And also, that? hats off to Palace fans, because at Tottenham on Sunday, when somebody had the bright idea of wheeling Alan Mullery out, the most hated person <laughs> ever in Palace's history, trundled him along in front of the Palace fans for a half-time interview on Tottenham TV. Beyond, and I'm being a hypocrite here, my first thought was, please, no one throw anything at him. 
But after that, you say what you want. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but that's different because he's somebody with a tangible history. But there is. But that's, certainly... the, but that's the thing about fans, though, isn't it? It's just like fans love to dish it out. Yeah. Any kind of like any kind of slight celebration in front, in front, in front of, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're inciting me. Yeah, You're exactly. inciting. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I feel incited. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, never, yeah. I don't understand. What we've got absolutely no self control. No, when no, you go one nil yeah, down. It's very yeah, 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 it's very, very true. Well, anyway, I, I, I will have to, gentlemen. Um, I, I will be applauding uh, Mr. Sam Allardyce as he walks his uh, failed Sunderland team off the pitch at Upton Park in the course of the weekend. And I hope and I wish the best for all of your boys as well, ladies and gentlemen. That was the whistleblowers. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network.